2: live.
1: Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Amen, amen. So glad to uh, be here with you this morning. Uh, apologize for us being on a little later than we usually are, but God is still good and he's still God, um, and we are able to be here on today, amen. Um, we are True Life Ministries. Uh, We give glory to God uh, each and every morning um, when we get together here. um, Just to come together to hear a word, we come together um, for the word of God and and just becoming better. uh, We come together to intercede, um, just take everything before God uh, and just trust that. God is the God that He is, and He's going to take care of everything that needs to be taken care of. Amen. So, welcome this morning. And it is my prayer that you be blessed, blessed, blessed beyond anything. Blessed, blessed, and nothing else but blessed. Amen. And with all that said, good morning, Dr. Arrington. Good morning, Elder Angelia. How are you
0: this good morning? morning.
1: Uh I'm good. Amen.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, I'm glad to be back. How about that? Um, we would first of all like to say good morning to you all and welcome to Naomi's Word. We're here to bring you words of inspiration, encouragement, to motivate, and to help guide you in wisdom and in truth. We are in a series of messages whose intent is to give us further understanding about how God operates and how he speaks to his people and relates to them his plan for their lives. Because he is the God of purpose, know that as he reveals his plan to us, he is also revealing himself. He is a God of his timing. It is in your now time that he reveals himself to you, the believer, more and more, and he desires to reveal the plans that he has for your life. He gives us the challenge to take that what he has placed in our hearts and reminds us to use as the stepping stones to the predestined and preordained path that he has chosen for us. He then tells and reminds us in his word that we are to apply our faith and to believe that what he has said to us concerning his plans for us are true. That's to and for you and for me. This is the process that we must continue to walk in as we faith our way to his purpose for our lives. As believers, we know that it is through the, His precious Son Jesus Christ, and in the sacrifice that He made on the cross, that we have access to the Holy Spirit, twenty-four hours a day and seven days a week. It is not through any works that we have done, but it is through the confession that we made. Romans ten, nine and ten, that the life that He predestined for you and for me root itself, begins to take form. And thereby causing us to live according to his divine design and purpose. Never forget that life is a process toward our living. Once again, life, it is a process. And after all, we know that Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. His word says, When you hear my voice, harden not your heart. He is letting you know in advance to expect him to speak to you. In fact, God is speaking right now. Are you listening? As you prepare to hear today's message, as a reminder, don't forget to always and at all times put on your most offensive weapons of choice, the whole armor of God. It is found in Ephesians six ten through 8. Also consider these scriptures, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Psalms fifty one ten through 13. Speak and meditate on these scriptures as often as you need to. Know and understand that we are not alone in our doings. As believers in the body of Christ, know that God is for us and with us. We must be about our Father's business. With that said, let's begin. We're on a continued uh, series that has to do with God wants your focus back on him. The topic today is know to understand your value and your worth to the kingdom. Scripture, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, for I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord, plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster to give you a future and a hope. Our focus today is, as we have learned, God desires greater and better for us. Therefore, he also expects the same from us as we progress in him. He prepares and equips us, his children, continually. Every day, individually and collectively, it is our opportunity to learn, to grow, and to go out and live while pursuing the life assigned to us by God for the cause of Christ in us. God is ready to help you move forward in your walk with him. The question is, are you ready? While we do not know all about God in time, we know that we are told the importance of our making choices that pleases God. God is never surprised. Nothing happens outside of his sovereign will. And as his children in the, of the living God, our responsibility is to do our best and leave the rest to God. Remember, God has plans for your life and wants the best for you. He allowed his son to die so that your sins could be forgiven. God has plans for your life once again. After all, he knows everything about you. He made you. Wait on the Lord, be patient, trust in God's perfect timing, and he will answer you. Then you will hear him directing you. Proverbs 16.25 says, there is a way that seems right to a man, but in the end, it leads to death. God's answer to your prayer may be to wait for a time before he gives you your desires. Every gift that comes from God is worth waiting for. Isaiah 30 and 21 says, whether you turn to your right or to your left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way walk in it. Amen. When we seriously ask, pursue, meditate on from within our hearts, our spiritual man, that there is more to life for us, more to our existence, God then begins to reveal, to unveil, and give us visions of things that our eyes have not yet seen in his time on our timeline. God, he will always send us a teacher, who will teach us what is valuable in and to life. This teacher, Holy Spirit, helps us to become self-aware that there is more to our living than just being alive, but for the purpose of kingdom existence and kingdom excellence. In order to achieve the success that has been assigned to you, you must understand that there is more to you, much, much more. This message is to remind you, the believer, of our responsibility to and for God. Our goal as believers in the body of Christ is to discover just who we are, allow the Holy Spirit to uncover the deep things in our spirit, man, that is contained within our earth, and to do the good and perfect will of God on our own. This is On our own, this is impossible, but with God, all things that he has given for us to do is possible. It's our decisions, not the conditions of our lives, that determine our destiny. Don't let your condition determine or dictate your position in Christ. This message today should help you understand that it is your responsibility to keep your heart and mind focused on the things of God, to live a godly, quality life, that Zoe life, and to do it in in the excellency of the kingdom. All your decisions and choices must reflect Christ, and be completed willingly and per his divine directions. Following is information and thoughts to help you, whether you are a man or a woman. It is regarding the need for you to see yourself as whole. That's W-H-O-L-E. You, being a child of the king, must learn, understand, and know your own self-worth, your own value to this life, because you are destined for greatness. Self-worth, why you need to value yourself more. A lot of times our biggest problems isn't other people. It's our problem is with ourselves and our opinions and thoughts and, 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 and things of ourselves, not other people's, because you don't have to believe the press, but you need to believe what your heart and mind is telling you about you. Don't expect anyone to love or respect you if you don't fully love yourself first. Self-worth begins with the self-respect, which is the most crucial aspect of one's life. If you do not understand how to appreciate yourself and your worth, how do you expect others to? Life is too short to maintain toxic relationships and lifestyles. You need to work on yourself first for your life and in order to flourish. People accept less than desired lives. Shoddy jobs and relationships because they do not respect themselves enough to realize they can do better and that they deserve better. Too many people become complacent in these aspects and stop striving for greater things, things such as desired goals, expectations, dreams realized, etc. That's your job. Relationships become detrimental when the self-respect is lacking you wind up hurting the other person and yourself. I'm sure you've heard of hurt people hurt people. You need to love yourself enough to choose the ones that bring with them happiness and can not only motivate themselves but are not afraid to help you and motivate you to grow as well as while you keep moving forward. It is not what you want and need from others but what you are willing to give of and from yourself. Self-respect can be defined as proper esteem or regard for the dignity of one's character. It includes character traits such as self-esteem, dignity, pride in oneself, confidence, vanity, and self-worth, just to name a few. The opposite of self-respect is lack of a self-respect The opposite of self-respect is lack of self-respect, or you can personalize it and call it self-disrespect. It means that your character is lacking a confident and personal value and validation on oneself, which is yourself. Self-respect is having dignity and morals to make choices that make you happy. Luke 631 says, treat others the same way you want them to treat you as the bible says god says love your neighbor as you love yourself philippians three twelve through 14 says not that i have already obtained it this goal of being christ-like or have already been made perfect but i actively press on so that i may take hold of that perfection for which christ jesus took hold of for me and made me his own brothers and sisters I do not consider that I have made it my own yet, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead, I press on towards the goal to win the heavenly prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Respect yourself enough to walk away from anyone or anything that no longer serves you, grows you, or makes you happy. You need to reinforce your positive qualities and actively try to fix your negative qualities. When everything else in the world fails you, you will always have your self-respect to fall back on. How, how you feel about yourself affects every single aspect of your life. How you feel about yourself is also a reflection of how you truly feel about your relationship with Christ. Hmm. If you don't respect yourself, then you won't take care of yourself the way you should. You cannot allow people to treat you poorly. You need to recognize your worth and walk away. Others cannot negatively influence your opinion of yourself. You must love and respect yourself before anyone else can. We accept the love we think we deserve. So if you're receiving opposite that, that tells you what you think of yourself. Self-respect and self-esteem play hand in hand with one another. Self-esteem gives you the confidence to succeed, and without it, you are simply placing limitations on yourself. You and only you are responsible for your life. Life is no fun if you spend it hating yourself. This stifles any progress you hope to make. Once your confidence is up, you will stop making the terrible mistake of comparing your life with others. When you love yourself, you must take pride in who you are and what you have to offer. Too many people place the needs of others before their own, but to respect others, you need to meet your own needs first. How can you truly learn to appreciate others if you cannot even appreciate yourself? This is fundamental to personal growth and a concept too many people do not realize. In this message, I would like to share with you Eight characteristics, for example, of a godly woman and a woman who knows her value and worth. She is a woman with a vision. A godly woman desires to receive vision from God that will give her a glimpse into her future. Based on this revelation, God shows her as she continues to pray and seek God for the most direct route to begin fulfilling that vision she receives. The vision is her guiding force in determining that she stays on the right path. Personal Courage. A godly woman has courage to be herself in all situations. She never compromises her godly values and teachings to fit in and with her surroundings. She is faithful to God at all times. A lot of times we miss what God is trying to do for us because we lack courage. God will speak to us or reveal something he wants us to do or say, and it takes courage to go through the motion because we look at our own ability. Know this, what God is going to ask you to do will usually be something that you are not used to doing. That's why he gets the glory, because you have to lean and depend on him for direction and strength. He knows that if he doesn't give you the courage to actually go forward, you will remain in a stagnant state. The woman has tremendous strength. A godly woman's strength is demonstrated during times of difficult tests. When things in life seem heavy, too heavy to bear, or people don't understand how she can maintain joy and peace in God, she confesses that the joy of the Lord is my strength. The strength she receives from God causes her to remain devoted and committed to God's will and purpose when she feels most weak and vulnerable. Maintaining your spiritual strength is like working your muscles at the gym. The only way to gain muscle mass is to lift weights. Amen. She also has holy boldness. A godly woman is bold in her approach to fulfilling the will of God in her life. She is not offensive as to her other's feelings, but she is not afraid to do or go where God commands her to go. Her boldness rises when others may have a drawback spirit or are afraid of what others might think of them. The boldness that only God develops in her causes her to step out of shadows, out of the shadows of others, and out of cliches. She can walk on her own because she is only dependent on God. Through direct communication with God, the Holy Spirit functions and she obeys, even if it's unfamiliar territory because she knows the truth. A scripture for that is, but you have an anointing, an unction from the Holy One. You have been set apart, specially gifted and prepared by the Holy Spirit. And all of you know the truth of, truth because he teaches us, illuminates our minds, and guards us from error. That's found in 1 John 2 and 20. She also has blessed assurance. A godly woman is convinced that God cannot fail. She seeks him and goes to him in every situation in her life because she believes without a doubt that God is on her side. She has victory in every area of her life and that the schemes of the devil will never prosper. You may have made some choices and decisions in the past that were not in yours or anyone else's best interest. But if you can just accept that God loves you, know that he created you with a purpose in mind, and that every temptation he provides a way of escape. His blessed assurance will prevail in and through all things. This means that what you're going through is not new. Somebody else, somewhere else, has been through and overcome. You are not a only one. You're not the only one, and God is not picking on you. God is faithful. That even in our suffering, He has not left us comfortless. He will only allow us to remain in the boiling pot for a moment. With every temptation, he has made a way of escape, and we can look back and say, I see God has brought me through yet again. This woman has confidence. A godly woman trusts in God's word. Through prayer, she is sure that God is always involved in her affairs. It sounds hard to believe sometimes because we feel like God has left us when. When times get hard and things seem a little tight, but we must maintain confidence knowing that God is faithful and faithful to his word. Know with confidence that she is never operating in her own abilities and strength, for she knows that without the anointing of the Holy Spirit, she can do nothing. Another aspect from the word of confidence is the root word confide. To confide in someone is to have the trust to know what I tell you remains between you and me. It's a trust factor here. A godly woman knows whatever is bothering is bothering her in her innermost self that she may not be able to tell anyone else for fear of them thinking about her differently. She can tell God and her secret struggles will remain silent. She can totally release her vulnerabilities in prayer, supplication, meditation, and petition because God never rebukes her for being honest, but comforts and strengthens her in her weakest areas. He builds an enclosure of love to protect her while he's helping her to overcome temptations and failures and gives her the right and the sense of victory. And God is, this woman is also a woman of purpose. A godly woman must understand and know her purpose and that it is from God. She has spent time in prayer and studying God's Word to know what God has deemed for her corporately and individually. Some of women's corporate responsibilities are to maintain learning and a living environment in the home. If she is married, it is to help her husband maintain the vision God has given them for their home along with the responsibility to raise their children as unto the Lord. But in addition, To that, she has individual gifts and callings that are specific to her character. These gifts must be developed and used by God for the woman to feel like she is valuable and useful. She understands that she must seek God for wisdom and for direction for her life so that she doesn't get caught in the ideas, plans, and thoughts of what other people want or need for her to be instead of what God has purposed for her life to be. You must understand that in every effort that you must make in life there is a process to completion. While you are in pursuit to know who you are in Christ, here are a few steps that you must consider. One, you must seek God first. Reject the lie that anything or anybody else can satisfy that anybody else can satisfy your needs. You must speak faithfully and truthfully. Love others with godly wisdom, boldness and kindness as a faithful completer of others. You must show your true beauty and that which comes from within you. Stay humble. Be constantly aware of pride and selfishness. Don't think less of yourself, but think of yourself less. Be others focused. And a fifth one, you must serve the Lord. Set your mind on things eternal. Serve the eternal king. Live to please only him. The Lord values you. Learn and remember his awesome mercy concerning you. Now go and value yourself. Isaiah 4318 through 20 reminds us, do not remember the former things or ponder things of the past. Listen carefully, for I am about to do a new thing. Now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I will even put a road in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. Christ was always others-focused as well as committed to doing the will of the Father. He is our example and our only hope of glory. Man looks at the outside, but God looks at our hearts. You must know for yourself as you continue to process forward towards something new that his word says that he is about to show you, give you, manifest something new into your life. Can you see it? And are you ready for it? It is now time for you to go inside of yourself, pray and ask God to give you back the plans, the dreams, and the visions that are the roadmaps to who you are supposed to be. It is essential to pray for clarity, for you to see yourself and to see the plan and possibilities for your life and live through his eyes. When you can no longer see your way by looking in the looking glass, you must have his eyes and his plan to show you his truth concerning you. If you believe that you are called and sent to make a difference in this life, ask yourself this, what am I looking or waiting for? Who is holding you and me back? Who has said no to you when God has said yes and amen? He is reopening up your heart and mind. You should be thinking something new. Don't wait. The time will never be just right, so start where you stand. Once again, his word says that you are not to look elsewhere for the kingdom of God except from within. You alone must reimagine your possibilities. Think something new. Something new. Something new. Then just say, I can do this. Now go out and achieve it. As it is understood, you must remember that The starting point for dealing with one's own issues in life after we have confessed our sins is to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Ask to be filled full of the Holy Spirit and then strive to establish a true relationship with him. You must choose to walk as one with a heart of thanksgiving and with an attitude of gratitude. Make it your business to get to know him as he continues to show you just who he is. From this divine relationship, you will, begin to, you will begin to know who you are in him. His word says that faith without works is dead. Allow your mustard seed of faith to grow so that as God is processing you to live the life that he promised you, in turn can be used to help others as they process through their lives. Now, today it is time for you to decide who you will serve. God, man or yourself. It's up to you to choose to decide what to do with the challenges and opportunities of God. When you willfully choose to accept change and correction in your life, you're also choosing to go, grow, and flow. In other words, you're choosing to keep it moving forward. To make no decision means that you have chosen to stay stagnant, in a box, in a place that you are currently residing in understand that making no decision is still making a decision. You are accountable for that choice. You must choose to change. I personally have chosen to change, therefore I have chosen to grow while yet becoming. I suggest that you choose wisely. As you go forward into your day, remember that this is your time. Be grateful to God for the generous deposits that he has made of his love joy, and peace, and favor in and for your life. Pray often. Let gratitude and humility be your banner. Let thanksgiving be your words of praise. Pursue opportunities to be an encouragement and an inspiration to others that are around you and in your presence. Also, don't forget to encourage yourself. Give great value to the people that God has placed in your life. He put them there to help you to become. As a believer in the body of Christ, you must know for yourself, Jesus is the answer and never the question. Thank you so much for joining us today. Have a happy, thankful Thursday, everyone. Give someone a kind word, a hug, or a smile today. Do some random act of kindness just because you can and just because you know that Jesus loves and cares for you unconditionally. Know that you are awesome. You have an awesome day in him, in Jesus' name. Amen. If you will begin to pray, Dr. Aaron. Heavenly Father, we first of all just say thank you. Thank you for a time and a moment with you, Father God, trusting you that the words of my mouth and the meditation of of my heart are acceptable to you, Father God, O Lord God, my strength, my redeemer, I lift up these people, Father God, that are on this line, Father God, and also those people in my heart, family, friends, and loved ones, and I ask that you continue to bless them with the knowledge and the wisdom of the kingdom. We are going through peerless times, Father God, but they don't have to be peerless in our hearts. We have to know and trust that, Father God, you are the answer and that you have the answer to anything that we have. Your word has promised that you would supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Remind us to continue to pray, continue to believe, continue to have faith, and allow us, Father God, to continue to be able to be a blessing to those that are around us because that's why you placed us there. Everybody is not where you are because it's not everybody's responsibility to be that blessing. You have set us where you need us to be for this time. Let us, Father God, be a blessing in that spot. Let us help, Father God, be an encouragement to those that you have given to us. Father God, I ask that you strengthen each and every one, Father God, spiritually, mentally, physically, financially, socially, and emotionally even intellectually, Father God, in every area of our being, Father God. We owe you so much, Father God. All you've asked for is that we, in the name of Jesus, obey your commandments, that we, in the name of Jesus, learn to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. That's what you've asked of us, Father God. Lord, let us be better better neighbors, better friends, better family, Father God. Let us be better listeners and hearers and doers of your word in the name of Jesus. Let us, Father God, learn to love one another, to continue to pray and lift one another up, Father God. Let us also understand that we need to pray for ourselves as we also should be praying for others. This message was about learning to value self, learning to value the Christ that is in each of us, Father God. We can't hate on ourselves without hating you, because the Christ in us is our hope of glory. So let us learn to love ourselves. Let us learn to forget about the past, push not push the past behind as a man of God said. You can either allow God to help you through forgiveness to be able to cast those things into the sea of forgetfulness. Otherwise, that we're throwing it in the yard, burying it in the yard, and putting a tombstone on it, and we're going back to get it whenever we want that thing to continue bothering us. Throwing it in the sea of forgetfulness means that we can't find it, and neither can you. Today is a new day, and we need our strength for today, Father God. Yesterday's strength took care of yesterday. We have to have the strength to take us not only into today, but through the tomorrows that you have promised us. So, Lord, let us have faith in who you are. Let us trust in the knowledge and wisdom that you have given us through the Holy Spirit. Let us have confidence, Father God, not only to believe on our own, but to help teach someone else by our example that Jesus Christ is Lord and to the glory of God. Give us all a teachable spirit, Father God. Give us all a spirit of commitment, Father God. Lord, nobody is perfect and neither am I. Your word says we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So therefore, we're not responsible for everything. But let our hearts and minds line up with the plan that you have for our lives, that we may, Father God, not only complete the work that you've given us to do, but help to be able to direct lead and guide someone else. So strengthen us all. Thank you for the love, joy, peace, all the fruits of the Spirit. Thank you for the divine favor. And, Lord, thank you for your mercy and your grace concerning us. We lift you up today, Father God, and as we go through our day, Father God, appreciating not only who you are, but appreciating who you called us to be, understanding and appreciating what you have given us, the tools to use, and the, and, and the tasks that you have given us, Father God. Lord, we must be about our Father's business. So, Father God, continue to strengthen us, give us the courage that we can become who you called us to be, not just for ourselves, but we were called to make a difference. And we'll give you the glory in your son Jesus' name. Amen.
2: Amen. So we give glory to God
1: for the word, and we give glory to God for prayer and dedication. Amen. Um, just for being the God that he is and constantly uh, reminding us of things and constantly through the word reminding us of things. And we have to know that um, you we know, don't move unless we stay move. We stay put.
2: If he says stay put,
1: and we move. If he says move, but the thing is to stay in tune and to be able to hear the voice of God and not to allow uh, the noise um, that tries to amplify itself in an effort to block the ability to hear from God, um, not only the, the audible noise, but the noise of circumstance and the noise of situations that comes to affect your thought process and comes to affect uh, everything that is your focus. So then there's a noise that might be silence, but action. And and so being can be a hindrance and a block to your hearing, God. But if you tune out all the the white noise and the the, the, the audible noise, and just just the noise that tries to be God in your life, and focus on what God is saying, stay in tune to what God is saying, and know that it's Him speaking. And if you and I'm I'm just I'm just kind of reaching into. Uh, Whitney on his word brought this morning, uh, as well as the word um, from uh, Judges, I believe it's 13, 14, um, in that the enemy tries to raise up and be uh, a strong enemy. It tries The enemy tries to raise up and be a strategic enemy. But see, that's the thing. When you realize and you see where the enemy is, what the enemy is, and how the enemy is, if you recognize it, then you know to step back. All you have to do is just rest at that point. Step back, rest, and wait for God to lead your steps in what it is that you do. You don't counter the enemy. You just rest in God. And nothing
2: better. In the rest in God. Worry not. Fear not. Rest in God. That you can do.
1: Amen. Amen. I hope that we have been a blessing to you on this morning in the Word and in being encouraged. Amen. Father God in the name of Jesus. You are such an awesome God. You are such a glorious God. Oh God. You are the magnificent one who we can trust in. You are our strong power, whom we can run into and be saved. You are, oh, God, the divine revelator. Oh, God, you give revelation of your word. You give revelation, oh, God. You are the one who orders our steps, oh, God, when we run into you. And when we rest in you, oh, God, it doesn't matter how much noise the enemy tries to make. Oh, God, it is just noise. And there will there'll come a time where, well God, I thank you, that you don't even let us hear the noise anymore. We may realize that the enemy is still banging and that the enemy is still trying to mimic a knocking of you. And the enemy is still trying to be busy at being that which once had an opposite effect. But I thank you, O oh God, that you give us the peace that we need to persevere and press through because we have a destiny, because we have an assignment, O oh God. And it is the destiny and assignment, it is the call of God that is the important thing in our lives. So, God, I'm praying right now. God, I'm praying for myself. I'm praying for my sisters. God, I'm praying for my brothers. God, I'm praying for your people. I'm praying for the kingdom of God. Hallelujah, Jesus, for the kingdom suffer violence, and the violence taketh by force. Oh, God, I'm coming into the spirit realm with you, God. Hallelujah. I thank you for your support, God. I thank you for your strength in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you that you even have us all hedged in and protected. Not only that, but you assign angels to fight in a realm that we can't see, God. Hallelujah. To fight. Hallelujah, those things that we can't touch, God, in the name of Jesus, for the battle itself is not ours. It belongs to you, O oh God. Hallelujah. But the word of God says that you teach, hallelujah, 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 our hands to war, and you teach our fingers to fight, O oh God. Hallelujah, you are faithful. And that those things that we are to fight, you let us know and you teach us how, Hallelujah. And those things that we need just rest in you because you already dispatched your angels. And all you've got to do yourself is speak a word. Glory be to God. It's like the whole earth was created just because you spoke into the atmosphere. God, everything that comes against us, hallelujah, everything that's trying to hinder, everything that's trying to hold back, God, all you've got to do is say, stop. All you've got to do is raise your hand, oh, God. All you've got to do, God, is put your foot down. Hallelujah, because you are God. Hallelujah in our life. And when you do it, oh, God, the enemy has to leave us alone. Glory be to God. The enemy has to leave us alone. The enemy has to stop chasing, and the enemy has to stop messing. The enemy has, hallelujah, to stop attacking because you are God, and even the devil himself must obey. Glory. Glory be to God, because you have all power. There is none like you. Glory to your
2: name, Jesus. Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. We even bless you for the journey, God. Because, see, the things that come up, oh, God, that we don't even realize are still there, are part of the refiner's process. God, and if we didn't go through the things that we've been through in our lifetime along the way, step by step, Those things that are hidden in us, oh, God, wouldn't rise to the top. Hallelujah. For as you turn up the heat and they rose to the top, oh, God, you're able to wipe it off. You're able to remove it. We acknowledge it. You remove it. We acknowledge it. You remove it. We acknowledge it, God, and you remove it. Oh, God, because you are powerful and you're loving at the same time. Glory to your name, oh, God. You love each and every one of us. God, I thank you right now, God, for the revelation that you're giving. And anyone, oh God, hallelujah, who is suffering any pain or any anguish, hallelujah, who is suffering anything, oh God, in the name of Jesus, that's going to cause them anything. Hallelujah, physically that they can feel or emotionally that they can feel. I thank you, God, that you be with them now, God, even as you continue to reveal that which they did not know, that which they were not aware of, that, oh, God, which they feared, that, oh, God, that you revealed. I thank you right now, God, that you begin to give peace. Hallelujah, hallelujah, in the spirit peace, in the soul, God, in the name of Jesus, because those things that you show us, God, hallelujah, we may go through a grieving process, but inevitably the only thing that we can do is accept your will, God, glory to your name, you're such a phenomenal God. You never leave us nor forsake us. You're always right there. And even if we have to shed a tear, oh God, you're right there with the bottle to collect. Hallelujah. You allowed your angels, oh God, to collect according to your word to collect them. And they are stored, oh God, in the heavens. Hallelujah. You love us just that much. Hallelujah. You love us just that much, oh God. You love us
2: just that much. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Your will be done. Your
1: will be done. Not our will, but your will be done. Hallelujah, even with internal conflict, oh, God. I thank you right now that you give peace to internal conflict, that you give understanding to internal conflict, oh, God. I thank you that it come up, that it be removed. Hallelujah, that you, oh, God, confirm. Hallelujah, God, and we thank you for confirmations that you give, oh, God, that settle those things called internal conflict. And, oh, God, I thank you that you've got a divine plan. Have, hallelujah, since our very conception to resolve external conflict. Hallelujah, we look for solutions. We look for solutions. The natural world looks for solutions to technical problems. They look for solutions, God, to these things we call living day-to-day problems. Oh, God, but I thank you that you are the divine strategy. You are the solution to every problem. And, God, you created, hallelujah, even in conception of life, a solution for problems here and there. You created solutions. Sometimes we don't want to realize or accept that this is the solution to a problem. God, we know that you created each and every one of us with that purpose, and in that is a solution solution. To a problem somewhere. Hallelujah. And I thank you that you allow us, oh God, hallelujah, to be at peace with the solutions that you put in place, oh God. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, that you've equipped each and every one of us, God, with everything that we needed to be equipped with that we can speak into the lives of others, God. In the name of Jesus. Oh, God, hallelujah, and that others can speak into our lives because you have equipped and because you have predestined, because you have assigned. Hallelujah, and in obedience we obey, and in so life changes. And in so, oh, God, we come in contact with solutions. God, I pray for true life ministries now, God, in the name of Jesus and every other ministry, oh, God. Hallelujah. That the solutions
2: are now there, oh, God. Every need is met,
1: oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah And everything that's been held up, oh, God. Hallelujah. You hold it up no longer, O God. You've begun to remove the barriers, O God, and you've begun to remove the obstacles, God, in the name of Jesus. You've begun to remove the fears and inhibitions, God, in the name of Jesus. you move them, for they are just obstacles that the enemy has put out. They are just the hurdles that the enemy has put in each and every one of our way, O God. We thank you that your will be done, O God inside the kingdom of God so that we can be greater, so that we can do greater. The word of God says that when Christ left, he said greater works than he did shall we do. So we thank you, God, that you're lighting things up so that greater works can we do. In the name of Jesus. God, I pray. Even for our pastor now of True Life Ministries, oh God, I thank you now that you would begin, oh God, to give him even greater strength, oh God. Hallelujah. Strengthen him, get our God, out into his bones now in the name of Jesus. Strengthen his mind, oh God, in the name of Jesus and everything that the enemy brings to him, oh God, that's trying to hinder this, trying to cause worry, that's trying to cause stress. Oh God, I thank you that he be stress-free in the name of Jesus, that he be worry free Free in the name of Jesus. That he be able, O God, to freely do those things that you have called him to do, O God. Hallelujah. And number one is to pastor the house, God. I thank you that you give him everything that he needs to be able to stand strong, to do that, O God. That he not, hallelujah, God, look on it as a burden, O God. In the name of Jesus, that it never becomes a burden to him, God. Hallelujah, that it never becomes a burden to him, God, hallelujah, that it never allows him to have life and life more abundantly. God, I thank you, oh God, there anything about the call that you're called into, oh God, ha, ah, yeah, God, I thank you that you would surround him, that you would whirl, oh God, a wind around him, oh God, that you would wrap your loving arms around him, oh God, hallelujah, yeah, God. And don't let this thing choke him, oh God. Don't let this thing, oh God, sabotage his life, oh God. Hallelujah, Jesus. For that is of the enemy. It's not of you. Your word says that you came that we might have life and have life more abundantly. And the enemy, oh God, is trying to cause you to appear to be a liar. And we know that is not so because the word tells us that you are not like man, oh God. You don't lie. So, God, I thank you for him now, oh, God, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, that he will be able to have life. And anything that's stopping him, oh, God, and hindering him, aggravating him, frustrating him, hallelujah, trying to hold back that abundance of life. I thank you, God, that Your wind drive it away in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, that your very presence, oh God, drives it away, oh God, because hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, not everything, not everyone can dwell in your presence.
2: Hallelujah, in your presence, oh God,
1: there is fullness of joy in, in your presence, oh God, there is fullness of Of joy in your presence there is fullness of joy, God. So I thank you for your presence now, hallelujah, in the house. I thank you for your presence, God, outside the house. God, I thank you for your presence, God, that's over and around his life, God. I thank you for your presence that's over and around and through your people, God, in the name of Jesus. So then now as we leave this call, oh, God. We are never out of the ark of your safety. Oh, God, we are always with us. You never leave us, nor forsake us. God, hallelujah, come against A Spirit of retaliation now In the name of Jesus And I thank you God For your divine protection Oh Lord God I thank you that Every plot and every scheme Of the enemy falls to the ground I thank you oh God That every hindrance That tries to come And block the way oh God Hallelujah That tries to come And hold up God I thank you right now That you remove it Out of the way oh God Yeah In the name of Jesus Jesus The blood Glory, hallelujah.
2: The blood of Jesus. There's nothing new under the sun. Hallelujah, everything that is has been before. Everything that is has been before. And oh God, hallelujah, you had the solution then. Truly, oh God, you have
1: the solution now. Bless your holy name. In Jesus' name I pray, amen, amen, amen. Go forth. This day is already dominated, and so are the next days to come. But I do still encourage you to encourage someone else to do the same, to dominate that day. In Jesus' name, this is the day that the Lord has made. (laughs) We're going to rejoice and be glad in it. Have a blessed and wonderful day. Amen. And you too.
2: Amen. Amen.